can't get enough of Infendo Radio, head to Infendo.com and see everything else we're up to. Collecting every coin so you don't have to. Infendo Radio is on now. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Infendo Radio, episode 588, maybe, could be, who knows, who cares, we're here, <laughs> we're talking about video games. Um, we didn't look that far ahead. More important than the number of episodes that we're on is the number of hosts that I have the honor of sharing this episode with, because for what I think is the first time in March... We're actually all here together, and that's yeah. special. So um, that's something. It might be the second time this let's year. Let's go with the order of who joined the show. Eugene, how you doing tonight? And where can the people oh. find you? Well, um, I'm doing all right. Um, I'm sorry I was not here last week, guys, but it sounds like you guys uh, manned the fort fairly well. So uh, thank you for, you know, not burning the place down in my absence. The show was pretty good. I actually had to listen to it because I edited it still. So yeah, good stuff. You can find me on Infendo.com where you can also find those podcasts. Um, and yeah, just go to Infendo.com. That's all I got. All right, well, Justin, what have you got? Um, I have got... Um, a Twitter handle at Invendo Justin. Um, I also have another one about you. Threw me way Jumping off. Way like, into I, the plugs. To, 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 totally off my game. I got nothing. I got nothing exciting to say. Like my 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 life is all is all the same. So there's nothing exciting to do. But there are exciting new things happening on the DisneyParkBench.com, including uh, a new podcast, a new guide, and another new episode to the podcast coming up this weekend. So check that out. We're all dust in the wind, floating in an endless void of obscurity and chaos. Steve, how you doing tonight, buddy? I am doing fantastic. You threw me <laughs> you, off. I you was bounced say, back from right? that well. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the account that I have is a Linktree account. That is the website that you can go to to find out all about me. It is linktr.ee forward slash Gentus, and you can see everything I'm about there. And I have but one home on the internet worth checking out. That's youtube.com slash C slash Lucas P. L-U-K-A-S-P-E-A-C-E. That's my name. I'm very creative. Check that out. More importantly, we've got Nintendo stuff to talk about tonight. Um, some, some news that I'm forcing my co-host to talk about because we need to talk about something. And this seemed mildly interesting. So in no particular order, guys, what are we talking about tonight? What's going on in the world? Well, I'll we go first stuck. because, um, oh, well, because I talked slightly ahead of Steve there. So, yes. um, yeah, guys, there wasn't a whole lot of news, but the one thing that piqued my interest was there was this really cool video that came out. And guess what game Breath it was of... about? <laughs> it was uh, Breath of the Wild running in 8K um, with ray tracing enabled. It looked really cool. Of course, okay, so here's there's a lot of stipulations there, right? Because, you know, you're watching it on a YouTube video, you know, with compression and all that stuff. But it definitely looked a lot better than what I can get on my little Switch handheld or on my TV even when I'm, you know, running my Switch. It looked really cool. So if you haven't um, seen this video yet, I highly recommend you do so. It's uh, really cool. Um, the biggest thing takeaway from that one for me anyways is if the Switch Pro is real going back to rumory stuff I want them to like be able to like 
do cool things like this to old games. I know it's a pipe dream, but like, Eugene, if that's possible, that would be great. If they do that, Minecraft might actually run on Switch. Hey, there you go. Yeah, because then, yeah, you're going to get more power out of the system, Does so it's probably going to run a lot better. not yeah. run on Switch? It's been horrible but ever guys, since the Nether update. That's why I haven't played. Guys, but Minecraft in 8K with ray tracing, though. Think about it. Yeah. That's, like, the definition of overkill. So, um, so, no. so we all know that I'm, like, the country bumpkin of graphics. And I, I'm watching the video as we're speaking about it. And I can't see a noticeable difference, I'll be real, Eugene. And that's on me. That's on me. Like, I get it. I get it. People love this stuff. I, I'm, I'm all in favor of it. I, I bet it looks really pretty. But... I, I can't I'm bad at this I cannot the, tell the difference. The biggest thing that you that to me is like the lighting lighting effects. effects? Okay. Yeah, um, mm -hmm. but like I don't know it, to me I think it looked great. <laughs> I'm just I'm 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 awful at this. You know, it's like they'll they'll come out with like the ports of like games like they'll do like the HD versions of like you know Skyward Sword and stuff, and I'm like yeah it looks you know just like the other version. Then I go back and play the other version. And I'm like oh that's noticeable so. So, one of the things... Oh, sorry. I thought you were done. I was just going to say, does anybody else have anything else to say about this one? Because Yeah. I, mean, I haven't oh, no. seen it yet, but I will definitely check it out tonight. <laughs> so, I guess what we're, what we're deciding here is, once again, Nintendo is incredibly lazy, and uh, if they had just given us the version <laughs> of the Switch at the beginning... Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. You know, if yeah, one guy can, can remake Ocarina of Time in in unreal engine then why can't nintendo do it because you know didn't we already have our let's complain about nintendo episode last week? <laughs> that's every isn't episode. every episode a let's complain about nintendo steve that's just life as a nintendo fan. steve let's pivot away from nintendo then and talk about something completely different segway okay so there were some cool things that happened um first thing that I kind of know, and I didn't know this was a thing um, until yesterday when I read the second article about it, um, but they are bringing EA Play and Games Pass together. Evidently, they already did that on consoles, Sweet. but they brought it to PC yesterday. Um, so all of those EA games you can now play on PC as well as console. If you get, what do you need? Game Game Pass Ultimate. Ultimate, yeah. Game Pass okay. Ultimate. Is what. And That's, I always okay, say it so wrong. it's really it's weird Game because Pass, then there's another tier on top of that, which includes Game Pass Ultimate for console and PC. It's uh, it's it's fun time. Sorry, huh. Kitty. I so know all, it's expensive. So we all know I'm the country bumpkin of uh, you know services like this, and I don't do any of this, so I don't know what any of this means. But go on, Steve. So basically, um, games like the Star Wars games that Eugene is playing, mm -hmm. and of course the article that I have doesn't actually list off any of the other games, but that's okay. Um, but if you've got Game Pass Ultimate and you have an Xbox or a PC, just about everything from EA's library is available, including, does that include most of their sports games too, Eugene? It's usually like, so, so like right now I don't think I could get like the 2021 version of the game type of thing, you know? I would be able but to play get, like the but they're all but yeah. they're all the same. Which anyway, is, so. yeah, I would say, as far much, as yeah. I'm concerned, that's just as good. Yeah. So like literally. The just other thing, <laughs> the other thing that was kind of cool about that, since we're talking about Game Pass that is not on a Nintendo system, Bethesda just added a bunch of games to My it. My company. And I saw Doom and Doom Eternal are there, but not only that, 
the more exciting Doom games. The Doom Classic games are there, so like Doom Classic, or Doom it 2. Is, yeah. yeah, and that includes all the DLC. Yeah. So it's, all that DLC all that I keep that raving about. Game Pass well, is it's well, the all those most things that you bought deal, once, man. they keep adding. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I don't know. I haven't not upgraded to another to the next generation on either Xbox or right. PlayStation, but I'm heavily leaning towards Xbox because like it's basically free games. You know, like I don't know why. I, so. I, I don't know. I'm stuck in the PlayStation ecosystem, and since they just announced the, uh, or well, Shuhei Yoshida showed the uh, Say that new again. PlayStation Shuhei Yoshida. <laughs> I'm good at his name. Um, <laughs> so he showed the next generation of PSVR controllers. Okay, now and you're they doing look awesome. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I'm excited about that. I have been seeing articles um, pretty much like every day mocking me and my Nintendo fanboyism um, that have been going over about how the PlayStation 5 is now the fastest selling console of all time, mm-hmm. edging out the Switch. So mm-hmm. congratulations, yeah. you know. So we are getting the Switch Pro this year confirmed. Um, I have actually considered, though, if I recall right, they do have a Game Pass controller that you can buy for iPhone. If I can actually get that controller, I would consider subscribing to Game Pass for it, just for that. So, something that's in the works. I do also have a really nice Bluetooth iOS controller that I could use for my iPad, and I would be happy to play stuff like that on my iPad, too, because I could probably send it through my TV or you know through my Apple TV to my TV. So. so I have a I have a crisis here. This is kind of a tangent, but that's what we do on the show. Um where I I really would like to have like a a PlayStation cuz you know, I'd like to have more options for games and stuff. But I can't tell you a single game on the PlayStation 5 that I'm like dying to have right now. There's a few on PS4. That- like I would, I, was, I would get I was a four, say, like, I, but you know, I I I want a PS4 for Spider Man, but beyond that, like I can't think of any reason to have a PlayStation at this point because yeah, my, my computer's just not powerful enough to run Red Dead Redemption Two. I can like run it, but it gets really hiccupy and it it dies out. So um, like that would be nice. Spider Man, like you said, you know, there's a couple of things. That, up until about three weeks ago, Crash Bandicoot Four, I thought that that was going to have to so be a PlayStation. So, do thing. you have a an Xbox One or a PS4 or, I, or any of? My them? dad has an Xbox One. I have a PS3. Okay. So. So and let me let me tell you why I haven't done the PlayStation Five fight yet. Yeah. I don't have a 4K TV, and I'm going to have to upgrade my 4K at the TV. Do you have 4K to TV have a 4K TV to play a PlayStation 5? If you don't have Steve a 4K does. TV and you have a PlayStation 5, you're wasting graphics, in my opinion. Well, unless they have I'm that unless guy. they have like games that I want to play. I'm using the same... Okay, well, but okay, my TV... So that's problem number my two. TV, I don't have any games that I care to play. My TV is probably about 16 inches, and it's like a <laughs> it's like a, a one I got in college that I've stuck with. And, like, people have given me, like, nicer TVs, and I always end up, like, trading out and just sticking with what I've got because I really like my little TV. So, yeah. you know. I think so that we got the, the, for this, for me, this generation is much less about a graphics increase and just, like, an increase in, like, horsepower and what can be done. Yeah. Now. So I mean, I, honestly, I, that's I every it's, generation yeah. since the, the like, 360 and PS3. Like, they're all incremental. Yeah, yeah um, I didn't feel like a huge point. increase from the... Because I still go back to play PS3, uh, Xbox 360 games, right? And PS3 games. And it, I, I, 
it's yeah. not a big difference going from Xbox One to Xbox 360, in my opinion. Other well, than like stuff maybe may run faster here or there. That but makes like, me feel better because as we've know. established twice on this show, I'm the country bumpkin of the group. So you know. <laughs> well, and we yeah, no, we I, haven't we haven't bought a new TV in like six or seven years. In fact, we bought a new TV at the same time we got the PlayStation Four because I figured it could support 3D out of the box, and I figured 3D was going to be around to stay. Boy, was I wrong. Um, <laughs> yeah, see, that's one thing. Like, I won't get a... I'm not in a big rush to get a 4K TV because I have a 3D TV, and you can't get 3D 4K TVs, and I don't want to lose the 3D because I still like watching 3D Blu-rays. <laughs> I've se- I have two 3D Blu-rays. Lord of the, or the Hobbit, the first one. And Nightmare Before Christmas. I've put on my 3D glasses three times in seven years. I, I think I'm going to be okay. I use it more to play games because the PS3 has a couple of games that you can turn into yep. 3D mode. So that's actually I cool. went, oh, yeah. I went right from owning DVDs to buying movies on my phone. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I would uh, I would say that uh, for me like yeah I have a 4K TV and everything but like you know it's not so much that for me what the upgrade to the next generation would be like graphics great you know better yeah. horsepower great but like Lucas said like we're give me a game well, that I care about well you know? and we've, like, give me a so game I have, to have it we've yeah. we've talked about that before though on the show too like I I would really like to get a Switch Pro. But it's got to mm-hmm. do something more than just look pretty, you know. Like that's not gonna yeah. that's not gonna do it for me. And honestly, even like battery power isn't a big factor. Like, it needs to play games that this system doesn't play. And honestly, I think that'd piss me off more than it would, you know, make me. So what you're looking for is a new a new Nintendo, Nintendo system. Yeah, I'm looking. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm looking for something no. bigger and better. Lucas no, is I mean like a Switch new Nintendo too. Switch, like XL, the new yeah. Nintendo. Like no, no, the no, no, no. Let's not give yeah. Nintendo ideas. We don't want the new <laughs> Nintendo <laughs> Super Switch or whatever. Like, just just give it. Yeah, no. Well, Nintendo yes. Switch well, I. Yes. Well, and when it comes to the TV thing, the TV thing, we're locked into a 55-inch TV and a 4K because of what our TV stand supports. So, for what? What is your wall our, support? <laughs> We have a window behind the TV, so it's probably not going to do very well. So what you're saying is to the can hang it from the roof. The I, I've seen some nice. I mounts mean, we could do that. Uh, so, but a but a 55 inch 4K TV, those are like 300 bucks. Yeah, they're super cheap. Yeah, I I, I, I have um, no problem spending that money. Yeah, yeah, super cheap. Justin, do Anyways, you have a problem um, spending money on going to exotic theme parks in Japan? <laughs> nice. I'm just full of segues. Um, yes, the. <laughs> that that was a segue. That was a, yes. It was more of a more that of a, a unicycle, but you know. <laughs> that that was that was a stumble. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I wish that I had the money to spend on either new game systems or um, trips to overseas theme parks because uh, Super Nintendo World is officially open to the public now no, in go. Universal Studios Japan. I wanna go. I, I want I want to go. I already wanted to go to Tokyo Disneyland. Now I want to go to 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 Universal Japan. Let's go, and, and guys! Let's no. stimulus checks. Let's make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it. It looks it looks awesome. I just watched a video review today, and they said it's very interactive. It's not huge, like you know. I I went to Disney World uh, last year and saw Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, and Galaxy's Edge is. huge huge and immersive and all that the super nintendo world isn't quite so big but they said it is feels just like walking into a video game um, mario and the mario and luigi walk around characters are interactive mm-hmm. like they actually speak to you and their faces animate hmm. um 
they said that the rides aren't super exciting. The Mario Kart ride isn't quite as like fast paced as you might want it to be, and the Yoshi ride is basically just like the equivalent of a Disney World Fantasyland ride or something like that. But said just the whole experience of it is awesome. So um, I cannot wait for. Um, Epic Universe to finally open in Florida so that on a future Florida vacation or God willing ever I ever move to Central Florida again um, you know I'll have uh, access to a Super Nintendo world there but for right now it's just if you'll pardon the expression a pipe dream Oh, ah, well, done. there's this one dad joke for the show. Yeah, that's the whole reason you wanted to talk about. But up, but up, but up, 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 up! Breaking news! Breaking news! I have to interrupt the show um, because I was going to talk about this and change the system. I just got the shiny I've been working at for 29 straight hours. Are you kidding I me? I just got it. It was at about egg 2000. So is it male or it's female? It's male. Dang it! You were supposed to name it Martha. Okay, sorry. 2000. I had to hatch 2000 eggs. Why that did you say times, that name? That is four times shiny. Is it is it a is it a male or is it a female? It's a it's a male. It's a male. Okay, name him Willennium. I definitely definitely <laughs> will do that, Eugene. Yes. Okay, this yes. seems oh like God. this seems like as good a place as any for us to take a little break. We will be right back on the tail end with the games we've been playing. Spoiler alert, I'm gonna be talking about Pokemon. Do you want a really easy way to get a hold of us? All you've got to do is go to infendo.com and you can see everything we're up to and get links to everywhere to find us. We're back. I apologize for cutting off the show mid-stream like that, but I was excited. <laughs> we're going to talk about the games we've been playing and I'm going to start because I'm, what Pokemon did you get? I'm frustrated. Um, I've been playing pretty much nothing but Pokemon non-stop for the last 30 straight hours. And, Me too. Uh, your co-host has been pressuring Not 30 straight hours, 30 hours of Pokemon that I've been playing. Um, I've been breeding for this shiny that I cannot say what it is what yet. What was the name of the Pokemon? I cannot say what it is <laughs> yet, because me and I know Steve what it is, though. I know what it is. Everyone except Steve knows Eugene, what it what is. what was that Pokemon? <laughs> um, so that's a thing that's gonna happen. I just want a hint. Um, Can you tell me what color the shiny is? Guys, he came out of an egg. That is true. I have never had a shiny hunt go this long before. Like, even, even when the odds were worse, I've never had a shiny hunt. This one was so bad that I randomly encountered a shiny um, Sneasel, Sneasel in the overworld just trying to hatch this thing. So... Yeah, it's been a long process, but now it's over, and suddenly I find myself with so much more free time. So that's exciting. Um, I've also been playing Pokemon Go. I did a raid with Heather and Eugene today, or yesterday, and I got oh, a Thunderous. You sons of... I got a Thunderous. What the hell? Yeah. I did the one raid when I was summoned. Well, to be fair, to be fair, she asked me to do it, and it was a text. So um, I didn't even, you know, didn't even think of that. Give the woman my number. We gotta get the woman Discord is what we gotta do. We gotta get her on this. No, thing. give her my phone number. <laughs> I want in on this. Okay, I'll, I'll text her. Because I'll text her tonight and I'll tell her that you're very upset with her. <laughs> this is the one thing I will say about Pokemon Go. Yeah. 
I did a raid with y'alls over the weekend. Mm-hmm. One raid. He and I'm mad about raid. that. He's angry. He's angry that we didn't invite him to the thunderous raid yeah, that we did. Yeah, I'm mad. I did catch Eugene, it. I caught it. You need to give Heather my. I number. haven't invited you to a raid since. I'm pissed. I'm gonna. Oh, was that why I didn't get an invite? <laughs> no, I'm just because I got a shiny. <laughs> I'm gonna. And you didn't. I'm gonna. I'm gonna send Heather your number after the show. So that'll. Okay. Seriously, point. because if I'm available, I will join. Yes. But yeah, I did this. I'm gonna interject real quick. I did do a raid with. Uh, you guys and I did get a shiny and it was awesome. I was I, because you were like, oh, I caught it on the first ball. I was like, that's great. And then Out I looked at the picture balls. and I was like, wait, what the hell? <laughs> it was good. I have good, to, to, good date, to date, not that I've got that many uh, legendaries. I've heard the odds of encountering shiny legendaries is like one in four. So like, holy, they're hell. supposed to be really good odds. But um, to date, I have never found a shiny legendary in that game. So you know. Do with that data what you will. Um, the only other game I've been playing at all is Animal Crossing. Um, I, I finally showed my town over the weekend to my only other friend who plays Animal Crossing. Um, her response was, well, as long as you're happy with it, that's all that matters. So now I'm <laughs> significantly less into Animal Crossing than I was a week ago. <laughs> um, and that's really kind of it, guys. I haven't been doing that much. I've just been shiny hunting like crazy, and now that saga's done. So I'm going to just chill, not worry about anything, and in a week, it's going to be Monster Hunter time, and that's all I'm going to do with my life. Mm-hmm. So who wants to go next? I'll go, because I'm short and sweet, and I was uh, going to talk about You're Pokemon anyways. short and sweet. I know. A lot of people say that about me, even though I'm 7'2". <laughs> um, but... Um, Steve, he's like, wait, what? <laughs> Rechecking like, calculations. If you're seven two, I'm really tall, and I'm happy about that. No, I've been playing basically only Pokemon Go and another game that we'll talk to uh, talk about in uh, Change the System in Smash. But um, man, Pokemon Go's been my life lately. I've got I've gotten so addicted to this stupid game. They, I think they've dialed it. <laughs> Right to the right formula, um, where they have hooked me to just keep coming back. Yeah, because they have just—they have just enough events um, scheduled that I'll come back. So like every Tuesday night, there's like Spotlight Hour, you know. So there's like a special Pokemon you can maybe get a shiny for. I've never gotten a shiny except for like one Hound Hour uh, like two months ago in an event. Lucas is luckier during those events. So is Heather. I didn't get but, a um, uh, Voltorb this week, though. So you know, I didn't either. I was so I was so sad. Um, but that's the thing, right? Like I'll I'll keep going back and I'll keep trying and I'll keep talking about it because, like you know, it's good conversation. Hey, did you did you catch a Voltorb during the event? No. Well, well, I'll trade you for you know the last one that you missed type of thing, because at least here in my area. Um, there's a pretty active community uh, for Pokemon Go, and the trade distance is still increased. So I can, like, you know, just trade somebody from my house as long mm-hmm. as I'm in, within the same city type of thing, you know? So, um, yeah, I'm – I just – it's a good game. <laughs> it's a good game, guys. I invited, like, the whole community to um, a th- Thunderous raid. Is that how you say it? The yeah. Thunderous? Okay. Yeah. There was, it maxed out, like, in, you know, I posted it on the Facebook group, and then it uh, maxed out, like, there's 20 people in it all of a sudden. It was just Every, cool. It's just fun. It, I would say, when Heather invites me to one spontaneously, I have, like, a 50-50 shot of getting in. So last night, she, she invited me to the Thunderous raid that we did, the Therian mm-hmm. Forum Thunderous. 
And mm-hmm. um, it was like 8.20 and the raid was at 8.40. And she's like, hey, you want to do a raid in 20 minutes? I'm like, yeah, sounds good. And I'm sitting there <laughs> doing my own thing. All of a sudden I look at the clock. It's like, oh, God, no. And I like boot in. <laughs> I missed the first raid, but you guys bailed on it. And I was able to get in on the second one. No, so. no, we did it twice because there was because it was somehow the it was there was two raids back to back. Oh, geez. So. So it was there was like five minutes left in the raid ticker, right? Yeah. And then we did it, and then we're like, "Well, do you want to do this next one?" And we did. <laughs> so we, yeah, it's, I, dude, I just this game. Um, before I uh, um, before I end my segment, I just want to show you my pride and joy. I finally got me one of these. Uh, oh, oh shiny hypno! Uh-huh. Nice. Yeah, so I I have I've completed the set because I already had a shiny hypno, but I didn't want to evolve it yet until I had another one. So I have a shiny hypno and a shiny drowsy. Nice. And I concede my time. Steven, well, I, I call will upon uh, you. go next. All right. Um. So I was kind of talking to Lucas pre-show. And I am going to have to have my gamer card revoked. I got my Nintendo report card today, which in the form of the Nintendo newsletter. And I have put a whopping 25 hours onto my Switch in the last 30 days. I haven't even done an hour a day. Now, thankfully, I have something that's going to change that coming out. We have Monster Hunter coming out next week. That's going to change so... quite a bit, actually. Yeah, I could not be more pleased about that. My Evidently, my most played game is Pokemon Sword, because I'm sure Lucas and I had to do something for Hyper Voice or well, something. I can guarantee you it's my most played game. <laughs> yeah, I guarantee that. Um, I have been doing the Digimon thing, and evidently they've both evolved while we've been on the show, so I'm sorry you guys probably heard that, and I didn't. Um, I have got... Let's see, I was at 26, and I've got 1, 2, 3, 4. So yeah, I've actually unlocked 30 of the Digimon available on this device. I've done the version 1 and 2 eggs all the way as far as they'll go to where they combine into one line. Um, I've done the version 4 and 5 eggs as far as they'll go all the way to where they combine into one line. And now I'm working on the two secret eggs that you get for unlocking 5 and 25 unique Digimon. And they have two different ways they can evolve, so I'll be doing this line twice. If you'd like to so help that's what Steve I... with his addiction problem, contact the Addiction <laughs> Center hotline at 1-800. It gets worse. So there is a whole Tamagotchi community on Twitter that I've found, and oh. I've been conversing with people on Twitter about these things too. I almost bought a $60 Tamagotchi on last Steven, night. Steven, Steven, Steven. I didn't because the the device itself looks ridiculous and i am a 37 year old man and i don't need to be carrying a flowery egg that's about this big that's backlit and makes all kinds i of think noise. that's exactly what you need to be carrying <laughs> <laughs> also no, you have a real pet i do have a real pet and she is the she love doesn't of my need life. food it's fine <laughs> So I will say, though, with as busy as I've been at work, it has been nice doing the Digimon thing because that is something that I can do while I'm as busy as I am and still feel productive. So I've been gaming, just not gaming. Um, I've also found something that I want to plug on the show. This is not a sponsorship. We don't have a review code for it, unfortunately. Yes. Um, but I saw, well, I would like one if, you, if they want to give us one. 
They're probably um, but I saw too. Nintendo Life. Nintendo Life posted their review on it today, and the game is called Kaze and the Wild Masks. Um, it is an homage to Donkey Kong Country. Oh, you were telling me about um, this. Yeah. In the same way that uh, Bug Fables is an homage to uh, Paper Mario. So I watched the Nintendo Life review, and if you haven't, you should go watch it. It's about five minutes long. Um, it's got vines that you climb across. It's got wind levels. It's got, like, the stop-and-go station from Donkey Kong Country 1. It's got a level that looks like that. It's got two hidden secret areas in each level with something to collect that seems like it could unlock something late game. Um, it's even got the, the masks that they reference in the title are equivalent to the animal transformation barrels in Donkey Kong Country 2. Um, they've got one that's very similar to Squawks the Bird. They've got one that's very similar to On Guard the Swordfish. And then they've got two that seem to be very unique to this game. But, um, and I'm looking at it right now in the eShop, uh-huh. it was not rendered on an SGI workstation and then converted into sprites. Oh, well then screw into it. Sprites. Yeah. What? So, what does that mean? That means, that it, means it doesn't nothing have, like it doesn't have country. it doesn't have that wow. Donkey Kong polish that the, the that's held up yeah. so well in the last thirty years. No, hey, it actually, I would take an HD remaster of the original yeah. Donkey Kong Country trilogy. It can as look far, as plasticky as it wants. As far as graphics, it looks more like Shantae and the Seven Sirens or whatever the Shantae game was before that. Uh, much more. Cartoon. That actually sounds really pleasant. I really like those graphics. Yeah. <laughs> So, that being said, I won't be getting it at least launch day, because they made a very bad mistake of putting it out on the same day as Monster Hunter. And while I know that Monster Hunter is not for everybody... Because <laughs> those are typically, you know... Guys. A, <laughs> the Venn diagram of gamers right. who like Donkey Kong Country and Monster Hunter is so, like, certain. Hey, right. you're looking but at two the of them right is, here. Is, <laughs> Yeah, this gamer and that gamer, wherever he is in relation to me, like Donkey Kong Country and Monster Hunter. And what was the other game we were talking about? Balan, there was a third. Balan Wonderworld. Yes. Balan okay, Wonderworld, which... I also saw a video for. In this theoretical Venn diagram, which circle is bigger, <laughs> Monster Hunter or Donkey Kong? Well, it's a Venn diagram, so I feel like all the circles are exactly the same size, but they just overlap. You have like a, you can have like a big circle showing like. So the really big circle, circle is Monster Hunter, and then the small circle is Donkey Kong. Good answer. If we're going to be honest. Good answer. <laughs> So, but yeah, Balan Wonderland also comes out on the 26th. And that's a game, Balan Wonder World. Everybody wants to call it Thank Wonderland you. because that makes sense, but it's Balan Wonder World. Uh, oh, you were talking about that in your video. I was so talking about that. I want to I give a plug to Lucas real quick because I watched his video first and I was like, this looks interesting. I don't think it's a me game, but he did a really good job of explaining what the game is and what it's about. And then I saw the trailer in the Square Enix conference today, and I'm like, okay, now that I've seen a little more gameplay combined with what Lucas said in his video, I want this game. So I have both games in my wish list, and we'll be waiting for both games to go on sale. That's a smart choice. <laughs> so, because I know that once Monster Hunter comes out, anything I was going to play is no Guys, more. guess what game we're excited for that comes out next week? Take a guess. <laughs> Yeah, Balan right. Wonderworld. 
<laughs> and what is Balan Wonderworld? It's like uh, it's hard to explain, dude. It's... If you want to see what it's about, you should go to Lucas's YouTube. My channel God, dude, it... the plugs! It's it's kind of like um, <laughs> it's kind of like a like one of those weird GameCube era platformy kind of games. It's like its own thing with it sort of. It sort of seems like it has the style of a Kingdom Hearts game, but not Disney. It reminds me a lot more of Billy Hatcher and the Giant Egg. And it's made by Yuji Naka, who did, like, the Sonic Adventure series. So that kind of checks out. It's weird, though. And it's not a perfect game. There are some very significant flaws. So, so like a Sonic I'm game. I'm not recommending it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's one that I am excited to eventually play. So... And that's all I wanted to talk about. All right, Justin, you're up. Um, I've done a bad thing. Okay, I haven't done a done a bad thing yet. Well, I did spend some of my stimulus money on Nintendo eShop credit, but I haven't spent it yet. Anyway, um, I'm addicted to Breath of the Wild again, and I don't know how or why. Um, I watched a video about it's all the it's cool a good stuff. Darn game. Right, all, all the cool stuff you could do in Breath of the Wild. I'm like, oh, I didn't know you could do this stuff. I need to go back and try it. And then I went back to doing all the same stuff I've been doing for the last 400 hours. Chasing dragons, trying to find <laughs> meteor. Yeah, all the things. Yeah. Uh-huh. You never well, catch I'll... the dragon, Justin. I have. I've caught the dragon. I have had full hearts and stamina for, God, I don't know how long. Probably in about my three years. Mode. <laughs> yeah, in in my in my master mode playthrough, and I have not even. No, I've gone to Hyrule Castle at least once because I have the the the, what the Hyrule Shield or whatever it is, um, but I have not faced Ganon, like, for I just keep putting it off because I want to explore over here now. <laughs> Wait, have you um, have you never faced Ganon? I did in my original okay. playthrough in normal mode. I was going to say, um, dude, the, like, on the Wii bite U the bullet. Several years ago. <laughs> just... Yeah, no, but, like, I think it was September or October of the year the uh, game came out. I beat it on the Wii U in normal mode. Um, I have not beaten it on the Switch. I have not beaten it in Master Mode. I have not a- even attempted Ganon in Master Mode on the Switch. You're not, you're not really, you don't get anything special. You don't get like a special ending or anything. It's just Ganon, but he, he heals, you know? So it's it's Ganon, but harder. <laughs> I know. I've only, I've actually only fought Ganon once. Yeah. For as long as I've been playing this game. I beat him that one time, and then I went back to just running around and exploring the world and never felt compelled to go i mean i've wanted to go back i've wanted to play that battle again but again distractions <laughs> like that is like it should they should rename that game the legend of zelda distractions of the wild because it's literally <laughs> all it is i'm gonna go over here and do this thing nope that thing's shiny i'm gonna go look at that um that is literally breath of the wild for me it is a curse to play that game with adhd um besides that um I played a little Super Mario Sunshine. I've been playing uh, Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury in fits and starts over the past couple of weeks. Uh, you know, five minutes here, 15 minutes there. Not really anything worth talking about. I did start Panzer Dragoon oh. uh, Remake. Got through the opening cutscene. 
and was too tired to actually play the game. So maybe I'll have something to say about that game next week. <laughs> I've been wanting um, to play that game for some reason. I've heard such good things about it in the past. Uh, yeah, I've heard lo- I've heard good things about the original, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, especially if you're a star- like an old school Star Fox fan. But I've never actually played it, and I had the game on my wish list, and it was just waiting for it to hit the right price. It hit the right price. I bought it. Didn't play it for months finally decided i'm gonna try this game and fell asleep so <laughs> justin there was a game that's great on review sale right now do you have mario and rabbits yes okay because i was gonna say the gold edition is 14 dollars right oh, now. oh yeah and i have if you if I, you haven't bought it yet it's 14 dollars right now you want to talk <laughs> about games with like a scaling difficulty that just completely cut me off that game just just blocked me at the yeah, like the Wario I, mine level. I just I gave up. I was so tired of having to strategize in the strategy. I game. I blew through the first world and and loved it. Like it's it's a good strategy mm-hmm. game and and all that. And then I got to the second world and I'm like, oh yeah, this is you know more of the same and and new tricks. And then I just got to one battle that that kicked my ass. I'm like, uh, I'll play this again in a few more months. <laughs> I uh, I the nice that thing about game... it is it's not. It's not a game that you have to finish. Like right. it's a real pick up and play sort of game. I, I bought that game in a like a pack with like Starlink for like ten bucks or something like that. Yeah. And I Good deal. um haven't taken out either game from the package. However, I have played with the R Wing. <laughs> I really I have the R Wing sitting on my desk. I really enjoyed Starlink. I mean the story I, the story I, was I never... typical Ubisoft cringe, like take mm-hmm. it or leave it, but getting to just fly around as as Fox in like an open space game was like so cool, dude. Like really like It that. is the Star Fox game that I didn't know I needed and it's another one of those games that I'll pick up and play every once in a while and remember how much I love it and then forget about it for a few months. <laughs> Speaking of open world games that I will probably start play for a little while, forget about and then come back to, also by Ubisoft, um I downloaded the demo for Immortals Phoenix Rising. I haven't played it yet. Yeah, there was but a demo. it's it's it, um, I think it just came out within the past week or so, but um, it's on sale for 50% off now. I figure I'll dive into the demo, play it for a little while, decide if it's something that's worth spending 30 bucks on, because I'll be honest, I've given Ubisoft so much money on games that I haven't played that I really need to reel it in. They love people like I you. I think, um, <laughs> not, to, not to encourage you or anything, but I think with... The way you play Breath of the Wild, I think you would probably get a lot out of Immortals Phoenix Rising because they're very... That's what I'm afraid They're of. very <laughs> similar games in that they, they both have kind of the same... In my opinion, they have the same strengths and the same weaknesses. Obviously, Immortals Phoenix Rising has that kind of Ubisoft polish, which is like the trophy that you got from like the store as opposed to like the one that you won <laughs> for like, you know, physics, but... But it's still they it's, have a niche. Yeah, it's still it's still a solid game. It's just not like a Nintendo solid, you know. So like, I mean, I I've enjoyed my time with it. I haven't really gone back to it that much because I've been playing other things. But you know, it's it's worth. Yeah. But like, a, as far as like Ubisoft games, like there's Mario plus Rabbids, there's Starlink, there's um, Assassin's Creed Three and Assassin's, Creed. yeah, Assassin's Creed Three and Assassin's Creed Four. Um, Rayman. You only need to play four. Oh, Rayman. Yep, Rayman. I have like there. I have so many Ubisoft games on my system that I've played and enjoyed, and just can't commit the time to I, actually. Guys, remember Watch Dogs? I bought Child. I bought Child <laughs> oh of Light. 
on Switch. I haven't played Child of Light since it was on the Vita. I wasn't have Child not of Light played it on at the, all. Wasn't Child of Light on like the original Wii too? Child of Light is coming to fridges in 2021. <laughs> I'm like, it's wait, one of those games. I, I could have sworn I played that on like the Wii or the Wii U. I don't yeah, know. It, it was on the PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, PlayStation Vita, Wii U, Switch. I can't remember if it came to 3DS. It's been on all the Xbox stuff. I'm pretty sure it's on mobile. And if it's not, it is through Game Pass. I so thought that game not, was all right. Not a Ubisoft game, but I also have the Spyro trilogy that I've barely played. But I haven't I'm even looking booted through it up. here at all the Ubisoft games that I have on my Switch, and the only one that I have actually uh-huh. put like a wait. A, I thought Spyro a, was Activision. It is. I just said it's not we've, a Ubisoft. We've pivoted. Game. Remember oh, sorry, ADHD. I <laughs> um, the only Ubisoft game that I have purchased and actually put a a significant amount of time into is South Park: The Stick of Truth. And I can't bring myself to commit to um, Fractured Butthole because I love it's that just title. another game that is going to sit on my Switch and not get played for months. Yeah. Well, like also, anybody... it doesn't play like Paper Mario with, like the uh, original did. So. Well, we've covered all the games Justin has played and all the games he hasn't played. So maybe <laughs> now's the part of the show where we do question block and then we get the heck out of here, huh? I have one very quick question. Has anybody played Kingdoms of Amalur? I've never even yes. heard of that, that game. game is, has anybody uh... heard of Kingdoms of Amalur? Yes. I'm it's sure... on sale again for 15 bucks, and I almost bought what it. Is it. Isn't that... Isn't that the game that um, Kurt like Schilling's game. company uh, created way back when or something like that? I don't that? know. I have a we'll, quest. We'll talk offline. I have a question. And then the Ro- city of Rhode Island sued him, or the state of Rhode Island sued him. Anyways, go on. I have a question block question for all of you and you listening at home because I want to talk about this. Um, I would love to find a game that does what, like, Skyrim does that isn't Skyrim or Oblivion or Morrowind, smart butts. <laughs> I was going to say or, Oblivion. Or Fallout. Um, but no, like, I would I would love to be able to find another one of those, like, you know, you're, you're thrust into this open world with a character you've made yourself and you're leveling up and experiencing stuff. And, like, The Witcher is close but not perfect. And um, Dragon's Dogma... I find The Witcher is too story-based. Like, I don't feel as free. Dragon's Dogma was very close. That's probably the closest I've ever gotten. But if anybody ever finds another, like, Skyrim-esque experience, like, hit me Have up. Have you ever heard of Breath of the Wild? Yeah, I don't like that game. <laughs> We've been over that. I've... I've I've heard what? that the outer worlds is very I've, like outer world is I've heard that too, but I've also heard it's not really like open world it's, or it's a little more it, no. like yeah. action even than that. Yeah. No, I don't know. Just I'm I'm looking for that game, but I don't know what it you is. can play. Hell so really, the honestly, chat is saying Dark Souls. I was just gonna your line. I was so literally Souls, just gonna say Dark. Look Souls. at the again, chat, Eugene. Again, I feel like Dark Souls is very similar, but also very like progression based and the difficulty level makes it kind of hard to just sit down and enjoy it at its like face value you know it's more of a challenge than like hellhound way to a steal Eugene's experience thunder. so i don't it's know it's anyway, definitely not a relaxing experience yeah. if that's but, what you but but no. it is it is a challenge that I, I i own the game i would love to to say i've done it so that's definitely a game that i'm you, looking at but and you like a good challenge but i just too. i'd love to be able to put myself into like a fantasy rpg world and just like devote like 500 hours to wandering around is like my Okay, I I've got somewhere. one for you. I've got one for you. It's mm-hmm. not exactly that, 
but it puts you in a fa- it hits like eight of the ten of your boxes. Have you ever played Overworld before? I have never. Or Overlord, it. rather, Overlord. I've, it's like only the it, anime. It, I've heard of this. So Overlord is like, it's like dark Pikmin, basically. Ooh. So you are playing Pikmin with you have like all your little minions, but. They're like farting and pissing all over the place, and you know, doing like so stuff like far, that. So far, so good. It, it's really so, fun. The first Overlord, I I can get behind. The uh, second, so conquers Pikmin. The second Overlord, I eh, I can give I can give or take. The Overlord on the Wii is garbage, um, and I haven't played the new one yet. Actually, I don't even know if the new one's out yet. But um, Overlord One is what I would recommend. Give it a shot. It's on the Xbox 360. Uh, I'm sure it's on. It's definitely on PS3. I'm sure you can get it for cheap. I'll look into it. Thank you. Anyway, okay. I'm sure there are other people who want to ask questions for the question yes. block. So let's cover them. So we've been sitting on a question for like three weeks now. So I want to make sure we get Wild Forest, I believe. I kept reading that as Wild Forest. I apologize. Um, he would like to know Eugene's opinions on Pyramithra, if you've played at them, of course, which he finally has. Um, first, let me just apologize and say I still haven't, guys. Pokemon, you know. <laughs> I, yeah, I haven't booted I up Smash I lost my Brothers gamer in, card this but week. But Eugene has, months. and he's going to give us the hot take. So, um, Yeah. I like them. Um, them? They're the same. I don't know. I don't know the lore. Are they the same person? Are they two different people? I don't know. But I like playing as um, Pyra slash Mithra. And um, the reason for it is because I'm, I get like really, um, really awesome vibes from back in the melee days of playing with Sheik and Zelda. You know, it's kind of got that same mechanic. You down B and then you switch characters. You know, it's it's pretty I, cool. I love how they I made do such miss a... when Smash Brothers had those types of characters. I like how they so made such a. I like how they made such a big deal about removing that mechanic in the last game, and now we're getting it back. <laughs> and now you now you well, gotta yeah, pay for it. it. He, doesn't, he doesn't know. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't know what he wants to do anymore, guys. It's just it's a madhouse. <laughs> Yeah, but um, yeah, I I actually like um, the character a lot. I don't know that I'm good with the character. I haven't quite figured out like you know the best way to strategize because um, and forgive me, I don't know which one is which. But one of them <clears throat> is faster. Pyra is the, the red, red one. <laughs> Thank you for using colors to help me to figure something Pyrus, out. Pyra um, is the default one. Is the, the, which one's the fast one? The one with the short hair is Pyra. Okay, because you can because you can actually push a button sequence to or start you, off as the fast or one. Or are you hair blind start... too? Okay, so if you have to push a button sequence to get to it, that's Mithra. Yeah. Okay, I, that's the, I like playing as the. Is fast that kind Mithra. of like when you have to press a certain button to play as human smoke instead of cyber smoke? Yeah, uh, kind of. I mean, you just—it's like I, I don't even know what it is now. It's just like muscle memory but um you just push when you're starting the game or whatever you start like your matchmaking you just push i think it's like down in something but um i'll look it up anyways um i always start as the faster character because i feel like i get more of an edge starting quickly you know because you can kind of get in for a quick couple of hits type of thing um the one thing that i don't really like is that uh, this character is more of like a I don't know, kind of like a middleweight fighter, I guess you would say. So, like, I feel like I'm not quite heavy and I'm not quite light. So I'm, 
I don't know. I feel like I'm getting um, hit off the stage when I'm at, you know, maybe too low of a percentage that I like, you know, like I, 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 I like my heavier characters usually is what I play with. But like, you know, it's a uh, it, it, it's a nice balance, though, because then you can switch over to Pyra or Pithra or whatever the heck the freaking <laughs> one with the fire swords name is. You're doing she, fantastic. She yep. deals some damage. I'm telling you, like that's I, how we should have done it. Pyra is fire. <laughs> there you go. You could, um, you can. I've done because um, if you hold B and and uh, use your charge, it's like this, uh, you know, charge move. I've knocked a Ganondorf off the stage at like seventy percent, and that's pretty good because Ganondorf is like a heavy, you know, like and can recover pretty well usually. Um, so I, I don't know. I'm, I'm still kind of getting the feel for the character. I've played probably three or four rounds for an hour, an hour and a half each. I, obviously, I don't even know the stupid names, so, you know, like, I'll, I'll give you more of my impressions as I, as I dig deeper into the, uh, the character. I will say, okay. though, that I like playing um, the new character when it first comes out because then you can get your... Because um, everybody's playing that character. And I feel like if I can, like... I don't know. This is just me. I'll go do the challenge mode or the classic mode, and then I'll basically do all the things with the new character, like do, get all the stars that you can get and everything. And I feel like I'm pretty good with the character at that point. I feel like a lot of people just jump into the online, you know, blind. cold turkey. Yeah. yeah, blind, right? So I always feel like I'm getting like five, six, seven um, win streaks when I first start a new character, and that makes me feel good. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that's that's uh that did I answer the question? I don't even know if that was the question. Yes. But I, that's that's the answer. I'm just happy because now Sephiroth isn't the newest character, which means that not everybody's going to be playing as him all the time. Which you know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, the, if I could say one last thing, I don't like the recovery at all. I, I, that's the one thing that's keeping me from making me like use this character as like a main, as mm. it were. I just don't. I, I haven't quite. I don't like character recoveries that go up really fast and then come back down because I down feel like really I'm, like I. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like I'm. I just can't time that properly. Yes. Many. Many. Dives of death with Ike. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. So, anyways, that's uh, that's that. Okay. Um, our next question comes to us from DJ. I want everyone to stake their life savings on when, or I guess if, they think the Switch Pro will be announced and released, and if any unannounced but undated games, Breath of the Wild <sighs> sequel, Metroid Prime Four, etc., would launch alongside it. So I'm 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 game to start this conversation off. Um, I don't think it's going to come with any with any console exclusive like big thing. I I think it'll just be its own thing for the hardcore fans. Um, I'm I'm still kind of in the camp that I don't really know if it's actually going to happen. Like I know there's all the reporting like the the news stuff that it's on the way, it's on the way kind of stuff. I don't know, mid 2022 maybe, but. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't really. I, I've said it before. I don't really see it happening. But if I if I had to bet money on it, yeah. mid twenty twenty two. So it's coming. It's definitely coming. It's just a matter of when, and generally when they announce the next revision, is when sales start to dip. So if Sony keeps going the way we were talking about earlier in the show, there's a chance that it could be announced by the end of the year. So, and I think that uh, as far as side-along releases, 
I still think that we're going to get Breath of the Wild. Well, we're not getting it by the end of the year, so I'd have to say we're getting Breath of the Wild next summer. So Do I we know we're not see... getting it pretty by sh- the end of the year? Pretty sure they said it wouldn't be out this year, but I yeah. could be wrong. I thought they said that in the Zelda Direct Cause, that we had. Because I think that's why we're getting Skyward Sword this Skyward year. Skyward Sword. It's like, Same reason yeah. we got Wind Waker HD while we were I remember them Breath saying the we didn't have anything to talk about, but I don't know. I mean, th- I, yeah. just, I just assumed that. Yeah, I, don't I, don't, I, I, rem- I, I remember the announcement being that there is no announcement. So yeah, I, mean, I think what's, with, I think with what's Nintendo, happen, that could mean anything. I think what's going to happen is we're going to get the release date for Breath of the Wild 2 at E3, or what would have been E3, the E3 Direct. Um, I don't think that's going to be until next summer, and I think we're going to get a special edition version of whatever the new console is, along with Breath of the Wild. So That's my prediction. I guess I'm going to take a stab next. Um, <laughs> I... I, I think it's I'm kind of with Steve on this I'm like 90% sure this thing's happening when is the the big question right because with COVID and everything that's kind of put a, a you know a hindrance on a lot of the supply line like from development to you know actually developing systems you know um, so like I, I feel like I feel like 2022 is the earliest we'll see it I want to say that this is probably going to be a 2023 joint if I'm going to put my life savings on God. it. By 2023, I want to be hearing about a new system. Like I want, I want like, oh, the Super Switch no. is coming well, out. Well, but See, so no. so here, so let me get to let me get to my next part here. What I think okay. that is going to happen is this is going to be a lot. I think what's, I think I, this is what I hope. Anyways, I hope Nintendo kind of makes this <clears throat> sort of like a, a PC upgrade, almost like right. So like yeah, you can play the the old games, but they're gonna be kind of chuggy on your old Switch. So if you wanna play the Switch Pro games, then you know you you gotta get that. And yeah. then here's here's the kicker, you know I don't know what it'll be, Breath of the Wild two or Metroid Prime four. One of those one of the big marquee games, maybe it's Mario, is going to be announced as a Switch Pro only game. There weren't very many of those on the like the new, new 3DS, 3DS, if you'll remember, but there were some, right? Like there yeah. were a few. So I feel like that Nintendo will do that, and then they'll start, you know, making games for both systems. But hopefully, they'll just kind of phase out the Switch, and then everybody will have to get a Switch Pro. That would yeah, that I would see, get me if there was an exclusive. I, that would get me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I I definitely see the Switch as being an iterative iterative sort of system where you know instead of the next system being completely different they might stick with the switch concept and just mm-hmm. evolve it over the next i don't know decade or maybe not the next decade but mm-hmm. until because the they have a good thing a going why would old. they switch away from it ha, switch away from yeah, it yeah why, why would they, they why would they wee away from it guys come on <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think, all right. So March is an important date for Nintendo because it is the end of their fiscal year. We tend to see a lot of console releases in March. We tend to see a lot of tentpole releases in March and Nintendo is not really well known for releasing hardware like in the fall, unless they release it like early fall, like September, October. So I'm thinking... If we're going to hear anything about a Switch revision, it's going to be either, as Steve said, um, 
E3 or within the E3 um, sphere of influence because we know that you know they tend to do like announcements before E3 and announcements after E3, not necessarily during the event itself. Mm-hmm. But I think it'll be with within that realm, and they will announce it announce it as releasing this fall. Um, if we don't hear about it at E3. I expect we will hear something first quarter next year, like maybe a direct in January and it releases in March or something like that. But I think, I think that especially with the, with uh, Sony and Microsoft having new systems out, like we've seen this happen before with the Wii and the Wii U, the other systems, the other companies have bigger, better systems out and Nintendo starts to fall behind. I think Nintendo is aware of this. They're starting to get, um, I would say less third-party support than they did. Like, you're less likely to see a port of a current game on the Switch just because they're making them for significantly well, more powerful Look how long it took now. to get Doom Eternal. Right, and and they they were committed to releasing that right. on the Switch. Uh, Activision, Electronic Arts, and even Ubisoft have not been adamant about releasing their current games on the switch we haven't seen no i take it back we had la noir other than that we have not seen a rockstar game on the switch even though it is like the perfect place for even like a re-release of an of old Mm -hmm. like grand theft auto games or bully or something like that like we're we're definitely seeing that that the switch is not getting as much as it used to Mm -hmm. and i think and i think that what what they'll most likely do is sometime within the next 10 months, they will announce an upgrade to the Switch. I think Breath of the Wild will take advantage of it. Or I don't think it's going to be exclusive. No there way, might be features. There's no way in hell it would be an exclusive. I totally yeah, agree I, with you that it would take advantage of it. I think that would cope. That would be shooting themselves in that the would What, what about them. Majora's Mask? Didn't that one like inc- require the expansion a, pass no, back but then? But didn't it, it come a, with the expansion pass? No. Okay, all right, all right. Let me clarify. Help us <laughs> Majora's, Majora's <laughs> Mask did require the expansion pack, and it did not come with it. So Okay. But Majora's Mask 3D took advantage of the new 3DS. It took advantage of the little nub, but I was just, not a requirement. I just don't see. I just don't see them but, taking what was arguably what was arguably either the most popular or the second most popular game on the Switch, barring Animal Crossing, and saying saying, "Look, we Mario know Kart. we know you guys love this, but we're not going to let you get the second one unless you upgrade." Like I just feel like they'd have so yeah. many angry parents and kids on their hands yeah. that like. I can definitely see them like Mario, Hyrule Warriors, or even yeah. even Mario. I agree with Eugene on that, you know, but not Breath of the Wild, in my my opinion, at least. I can definitely see them doing like a Hyrule Warriors um, sort of situation where, yeah, you can play, you know, the sequel to Breath of the Wild on your original Switch. You might find that frame rates drop and the resolution isn't as high, and you know we might have to scale back the AI or something like that a little bit. But if you play it on the new Nintendo Switch, it'll run in you know mm-hmm. 1080p, you know handheld, 4K docked, and 60 frames per second and stuff like that. So I don't think they will. I I think you might get a hampered experience, but not an unplayable one. So I'm going to compile all this. I'm going to create a predictions channel in our Discord. Just add it to um, our wiki that somebody's definitely already made. Right. 
And we have a third que- or another question. I think it's our third yeah, question. Let's get on with it because we're already an um, hour into the show. And, the, and this is our <laughs> final question. Uh, this also comes to us for Wild for Rest. Um, Joy-Con slash Pro Controller Stick slash Button Drift. Is it a through time or a purposeful malfunction? He says a friend and I discussed this a while, bringing up how it took maybe a year or so before we nunchucks so was wondering if y'all have any opinions or experience uh, this i i i, I, I yeah i would I definitely had... not go as far as saying that this is some conspiracy by nintendo right like that's just right. i think that's a, a bridge too far and comparing the joy con to the technology in a nunchuck i feel is also apples and oranges right because like it's just you know way different tech so what's know? what's the deal with that like what's the what's the comparison that, uh, um, basically, basically, one of the things that I've seen a lo- around the internet right now is your Wii Remote or your Nunchuck or whatever um, that you have with your original Wii from, what, 10, 15 years ago still work like the day you bought them, but then you get something like a Joy-Con and, you know, half a year later. I think, and I, I, I mean, I can say the same thing of... about my original Game Boy, you know? Oh, sorry, yeah. Just... No, no, but I think we're saying yeah. the same thing. I think this is an example of more fragile tech and, you know, mm-hmm. probably probably yeah. cutting corners in some areas to make it work, you know, with the price point. Um, yeah, I think it's definitely like like the, the Wii Remote and Nunchuck were not small devices and they didn't have a whole lot of technology in right. them. So, like, I, I think it's definitely a lot of high technology in a small package that, let's face it, I'm sure we've all dropped a Joy-Con at some point. So, like, I think it's just the the perfect storm of there's mm-hmm. so much packed into a little thing that any one, like, a speck of dust in the wrong place can throw the whole thing off. Yeah, that's that's kind of my opinion i don't know maybe i'm being naive but i never really buy into the whole conspiracy theory things even though i was the one that floated the sonic the hedgehog movie conspiracy theory (laughs) i I remember that i fully believe in that one that they purposefully released an ugly character so they could then retcon it in like a month and have a nice looking one and make everybody all obsessed with this movie Mm. that was going to be terrible so but but I don't know I don't I don't buy the the Joy-Con thing being malicious. Now I think Nintendo has been resting on their laurels for this. Like I I don't understand why modern day Switches still have this issue. That's really frustrating. But well, I think that's because it's way too late in the game to change the design. Yeah. And now they're just kind of stuck with it. Yeah. And which, which is another reason why I think a, a, an upgrade to the Switch is inevitable is, because yeah. I think. You know they'll want to take care of this problem, and what better way to do it than to sell a whole new piece of hardware? Yeah. So now that being said, um, the other part of the question was: Have any of you guys experienced this? What Joy-Con? I've I exper- have. Yeah, I've experienced it on two pairs of Joy Cons that I've sent back. I experienced it on my Switch Lite, which I sent back for repair, and I have a credit right now with Best Buy for a hundred and forty bucks, roughly, on my Best Buy card. I almost considered buying another Switch Lite today with that credit just because I know it's going to happen again. And then I remember I have a warranty for Best Buy that's good for another year. So, you know, they're going to replace it for me anyway when it fails in a few more months because it's already starting to fail again. I had to recalibrate it to play Crash 4. I own four or five pairs of Joy-Con and the ones that I have in my Switch at the moment are the only ones that don't experience drift. 
Now, what I and will... that's because they're new. You got them for Christmas, if I remember. What I will say, I think I ordered them around Halloween, actually, because uh, they're the, the purple and orange. Oh, that's but, right, that's right. But, um, but, but what I will say is I noticed that when I don't use my Joy-Con for a while, they kind of, like, re-stabilize for a few months. So, like, I leave them alone, and I use the ones that are working, and then those ones start to not work. And then I can pull out an old version, and those tend to work for a while, and I can kind of just swap between... Um, so that's like the the poor man's version of of yeah. solving this but yeah so i have had um let's see i have four pairs of joy con five if you include the ones that came with my kids switch and i've only had drift on one of all of my joy con um and i that's sent lucky. it to nintendo they repaired it sent it back and it works just fine it was my yeah. mario red one um that's because you don't play Monster Hunter. Um, well, I don't. Again, I don't really play or Monster Hunter a lot to begin with, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it only happened to the one. It did not happen to the oldest Joy Cons that I have, the one that came with my Switch, but it did happen to the Mario, the left Mario Red Joy Con. Have not had it happen with any others, but I have had a couple of other problems. Now, uh, would you say it happened to your favorite Joy Con? Um. Yeah. Or I mean, at maybe the time, I mean, right used? now my favorite Joy-Con are my are my wood grain ones. So, um, uh, the I did have, or and may still be having. I haven't checked my kids yet, but my uh, Oculus Quest actually, um, the left controller. Really? I don't remember what the, what the, you know, brand name for it is, but the left controller actually had a Joy-Con drift problem, and I fixed it with some, uh, contact cleaner. Wow. So I've heard that actually. I haven't experienced that at all. <laughs> that was okay. that was my only point. I hadn't experienced it. Um, <laughs> no, that was, that was it. I had it happen to a Joy-Con and I had it happen to an Oculus controller. That's Is my it... whole experience with Joy-Con drift. And I had some old N64 controllers with a wobbly joystick. See, that, I, that's, yeah, that's my a completely different problem. This is problem. my thing, right? <laughs> if you don't remember the N64 controller mm. jock and the little, you know, like barely dangling. Get out of here with your Joy-Con drift. But, I've been but, through. But I will say my N64 was very different. The dark days that of one, analog. That one just stopped being, like, in place, but it never made me, like, run in a particular direction. This one, Well, no, because what happened was that you would eventually lose range of yeah. motion. Because... Oh, really? See, I never I never experienced that. But mine did go off kilt. Like, I had the same N64 controller since, like, I got the system, but... Yeah, you know. Oh yeah, I, I've had I had a, an N sixty four joystick go flaccid on me. See, I also know <laughs> that I'm kind of an except. I hope I'm an exception to the rule though, because I've put four hundred hours into Animal Crossing, like seven hundred hours into Pokemon, like five hundred hours into Breath of the Wild. Right, like I put time into these games. So how many hours in Monster Hunter? Oh God knows, dude. So um, and Hyrule Warriors. So like, like I know that I get a lot of use out of my Joy Con. So I don't really like, like you know, obviously I'd like it if they never broke. That would be ideal, right? right? But I'm not, I'm not like super pissed off about it because it's like, yeah, I probably got about a lifetime's worth of use out of this thing, you know? Well, like, and I feel and... like this is like something that happened to a certain like batch of controllers or controllers that came out of a certain factory or something like that that like like you can have a controller that will never have drift for the whole time you own it or you could have one that ships with drift yeah like like, i don't know i don't know if i believe that because like all of mine have and i've bought them over years but go on 
I was just gonna say my launch control like like my launch system never those freaking gray ugly ones no drift at all right so yeah, but like same one of the um it was i guess it's karma right one of the ones that i got from walmart it was like the splatoon colors or whatever i think or whatever color it was anyways um i got them for like 25 bucks a pop because there was a pricing error at walmart and i played the heck out of those ones kind of like lucas they were my favorite joy cons and yeah the you know that one the left joy con started drifting after a while sent it back into nintendo and you know it was fixed in like a week or two like no big deal it's really inconvenient though when you have to switch to send your switch light back. See, oh, that console. would be a bum skis. Yeah. See, and you guys know how I do with this stuff, like just yeah, duct tape. Yeah, Lucas's <laughs> Lucas's switch is I held would, together with duct tape. And I would, I would rather, dreams. I would rather just deal with you know duct tape on the back of my system or or a Joy-Con with some mild drift than bother to send it. I don't know why. I'm weird. I get it, but like. I know, I'm just not a fan of sending my stuff in. Just let me let me deal with my broken crap, and eventually I'll get one that isn't, you know? <laughs> anyway, that brings us to the end of the show. Um, thank you for Finally. hanging out with us. This was a long one, 70 whole minutes. God, remember when we used to do three-hour shows? I was going to uh, say, didn't we used to do this for like two or three hours? Yeah, can you believe that? I don't that? know how. I don't even... Okay, well, also anyway. Dark days. Guys, thank you so much for listening. We will be back next week with episode 589, maybe. We never really settled that. <laughs> and we will be talking a lot about Monster Hunter. Something. So, you know, actually, yeah, we will. No, we won't. That'll be a weekend. No, we won't. Because <laughs> we let we me know which, which episode we, like, we record the night it comes out. <laughs> Go away, and we'll be back in a week with more stuff to talk about. We Go love away, you. Bye. Or I taunt you a second time. <laughs> I can't ball. wait for Monster Hunter voice to come out. Peace. Bye. See you real soon. com is the place to go if you want to get everything that we are doing. Head to our Patreon, go to our Discord, even Steve's Discord lives there. Go to Infendo.com today. Everybody, yeah. before I forget, let's uh, upload and export and all right right minutes left. 25 less, minutes from less, es- or seconds from escorting. Less Ex- than a minute left. From escorting, Steve. Oh, boo. That's why it's going to take 25 minutes. Oh, I'm so glad you have that for the outtakes. The, um, the show title is now 25 seconds to escorting. <laughs>